the entrance of the gate, and they said to one another, Why do we sit here until we die? If we say, We will enter the city, then the famine is in the city, and we will die there. And if we sit here, we die also. Now therefore come, and let's go over to the camp of the Arameans. If they spare us, we will live. <laughs> if they kill us, we will die. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right about that. <laughs> Very deep. Yeah. <laughs> so they arose at twilight to come to the camp of the Arameans. When they came to the outskirts of the camp of the Arameans, behold, there was no one there. For the Lord had caused the army of the Arameans to hear a sound of chariots and the sound of horses, even the sound of a great army. So they said to one another, Behold, the king of Israel is hired against us, the kings of the Hittites and the, king, er, and the Egyptians, to come upon us. Therefore they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their donkeys, even the camp just as it was, and fled for their life. Then these lepers came to the outskirts of the camp. They entered one tent and ate and drank and carried from there silver and gold and clothes and went and hid them. And they returned and entered another tent and carried from there also and went and hid them. So, I think pretty wise on the part of these four lepers. They're starving to death. They're lepers. They're not going to necessarily get, you know, I mean, they, they're not going to get favored treatment, that's for sure. And basically, either they sit there and die, or they surrender to the Arameans. And uh, while it's kind of funny, it's true. I mean, either they'll live or they'll die. If they die, is it any worse than dying of starvation? They die of being killed by the Arameans, six to one, half a dozen, the other. Maybe the Arameans will, you know, give them something to eat. On the off chance. Yeah, I mean, they really don't have a lot to lose. You know, when you're dying of starvation anyway, try it. Yeah. You know, it makes sense. I mean, probably easier to be killed by the Aramean sword than it would be by famine anyway. So, I mean... I think they're pretty logical about this, and so they do go there, and it's just unbelievable. They're not there. The whole army has left, you know, because the Lord caused them to hear a sound, and they thought there was, you know, some kind of mercenary armies that the king of Israel had uh, hired to come against them, and they panicked and fled and just left everything there, and the lepers come in to the tents of these guys, and what do they find? Everything. Yeah. A banquet, which they helped themselves right away, and gold. silver and gold and clothes, and why, ten after ten, they go and they take all this stuff and they start hiding it. Wow! I mean, this is a windfall. Just incredible. And you just gotta get the impression of frantic activity. Man, they're, they're going and rushing and getting this stuff and hiding as quick as they can, trying to get as much accumulated as possible. Um, so so that, that's their situation right here. You know, this is just an unbelievably you know, positive outcome. They never dreamed of this possibility. Lucky lepers. <laughs> Comments and questions? You almost can be praising and thanking and praying to God, you know, for this huge blessing. I mean, that's probably what I would be doing. I think they're too eager for the stuff at the moment to think a whole lot about the Lord. I th which might be what we'd be doing, unfortunately. Who knows? But, but they come to their senses. Uh, 9 to 14. Then they said to one another, We are not doing right. This day is a day of good news, but we are keeping silent. If we wait until morning light, punishment will overtake us. Now therefore come, let us go and tell the king's household. So they came and called to the gatekeepers of the city, and they told them, saying, 
We came to the camp of the Arameans, and behold, there was no one there, nor the voice of man, only the horses tied, and the donkeys tied, and the tents just as they were. The gatekeepers called and told it within the king's household. Then the king arose in the night and said to his servants, I will now tell you what the Arameans have done to us. They know that we are hungry, therefore they have gone from the camp to hide themselves in the field, saying, When they come out of the city, we will capture them alive and get into the city. One of his servants said, Please let some men take five of the horses which remain, which are left in the city. Behold, they will be in any case like all the multitude of Israel who are left in it. Behold, they will be in any case like all the multitude of Israel who have already perished. So let us send and see. They took therefore two chariots with horses. The king sent after the army of the Arameans, saying, Go and see. So, the lepers, it dawns <laughs> on them what? They had to tell the king. You know, I mean, they're hoarding all this stuff up. This is a day of good news. Their their brethren are starving, and they're hoarding. And they just say, this isn't right. I mean, you know, we're going to get punished by the Lord for doing it this way. We have some good news, and we're, 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 we're not sharing it. And so they go and basically tell the king uh, the story. And that there's free loot in the Arabian camp. Now, I think there's a great lesson for us in that. You know, do we hoard up the good news of the gospel and not share it with others? I mean, you know, the, his fellow Israelites were starving. Our fellow people are dying without the Lord. You know, we know the good news, but do we just hoard it up for us? You know, kind of keep a monopoly on it and don't share it with other people. So, but... Uh, interestingly, they come and the king, they let the king know about it. And is the king thrilled to pieces? He's suspicious. He's suspicious. What's he suspicious of? That it's a trap of some Yeah. You know, I'll tell you what they've done. They're trying to lure us out there. They're in hiding. And then they're going to capture us. They're just trying to get us out of the city walls so they can kill us. That's what it is. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just a trap. And that happens. The Israelites kind of did that back in Joshua 8. Uh, so that can happen. Uh, but one of the servants said, well, can we take a few men and look? <laughs> you know, again, the servants coming through, more sensible than the king. What in the world's the king thinking? All right, so they're going to starve to death. Is that better than, you know, the possibility of falling into a trap? You know, you wonder. Um, but they go out and investigate and they're going to find out it's really true there's no ambush this is not a trap this is the Lord he has caused the Aramean army to flee and has left all this stuff for Israel an amazing blessing on the Lord's part the uh, servant seems to be reasoning very similarly to how the lepers did Yes. If if we keep the horses in here with us and don't go check this out, then they're going to die too. And, you know, they're going to die if we don't do something, and they're going to die if we do do something. So why don't we do something and see what happens? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, when we stop and look at the options, we might as well give it a try. You know, what's the worst thing that could happen? <clears throat> Not so bad. I mean, you're going to... Some people are going to die that are going to die. You know, let's speed up the process a little bit. Comments and questions? 
All right, 15 to 20. So they went after them as far as Jordan, and behold, um, all the way was littered with garments and equipment that the Syrians had thrown away in their haste. And the messengers returned and told the king. Then the people went out and plundered the camp of the Syrians. So a sea of fine flour was sold for a shekel, and two seas of barley for a shekel, according to the word of the Lord. Now the king had appointed the captain on whose hand he leaned to have charge of the gate. And the people trampled him in the gate so that he died, as the man of God had said, when the king came down to him. For when the man of God said to the king, Two seas of barley shall be sold for a shekel, and a sea of fine flour for a shekel, about this time tomorrow in the gate of Samaria, the captain had answered the man of God, If the Lord himself should open, should make windows in heaven, could such a thing be? And he had said, You shall see it with your own eyes, but you shall not eat of it. And so it happened to him, for the people trampled him in the gate, and he died. Okay. So, it's really true. They find out it is, and so word gets back, and they go out and plunder the camp of the Arameans, and food prices just hit the bottom. And the royal officer who's in charge of the gate gets trampled. He must have gotten away of somebody who was uh, on his way to get the spoil. You don't, you don't want to get in the way of starving men when there's a banquet uh, to be had. So... Uh, <laughs> You know, he gets trampled and he, he hears about it, but he doesn't see it with his own eyes. Exactly what Elisha has said. And those words come true. That's just quite an amazing story. You know, you see the hand of God in this for sure. And good lessons for us. Comments and thoughts? All right, well, why don't we stop here then, and we'll work on chapter 8. Do you hear what happens to the Arameans when they come back? Do the lepers stay lepers? I'm assuming. Well, that's just, like, sad. <laughs> no, but nothing said about them de-leprosizing themselves. <laughs> but now they have lots of gold and silver and... I'm they're rich lepers. But they can't give to anybody because they are lepers. There is that. Because what lepers have to stay away, right, Miss Eeyore? 